Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Switch Island, and I am your holiday guide, the Flamingo fan, Dan, at DannyWard2707. And this week I'm hosting our guest uh, with the magical maestro, Mikey Boo Boo, at Kenny Press F. Mike, how are you, mate? We're, okay. still, going, we're still going with Mikey Boo Boo then. We are. That's you've, fun. Okay. We've, we've I'm weathering it out. I'm weathering the storm. It's absolutely yeah. terrible. For people that have never yes. listened, you, you don't have to listen back. We've just decided in the WhatsApp group that Mikey is now called Mikey Boo Boo just because we, we thought it went. So That's yeah. me. That is you. That is you. Yeah. Uh, Mike, is, is that is that Ben over there? Uh, it looks like he's underneath that tree. Uh, I think he's trying to start a fight with that sad old bald bearded bloke. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, very strange. Oh, oh no, sorry, no way. He's just practicing his rap lines in front of a mirror. My mistake. Sorry, Ben, you keep on going, mate. It's absolutely fine. Carry on. Uh, anyway, Mike, uh, it looks like our guest is just coming off the boat, and it's, uh, oh, it's none other than IGN senior video producer and studio manager, Dale Driver. Hiya, Dale. How you doing, mate? You okay? Hello. I'm good, thank you. Thank you for doing my full title as well. I don't often get that. <laughs> Mate, we, we went on before the uh, the show that I'm not stalking you, but I did have a look on your LinkedIn as well because I have to, we have to do things professionally here, but yeah, the, uh, the full title is always good. Yeah, I mean, normally it's just video boy or something <laughs> like equally like demeaning, I suppose. Lad from Cov tends to be the, yeah. the main thing. No, that, but that's a compliment. That's a massive compliment. Well, I'd say it was as well. As uh, you, you, you're categorized <laughs> as north of the uh, of the wall, so you're, you're fine. Fine from where you are. Um, so just to kind of briefly go over your past, Dale, uh, two points. Formerly a sheet metal worker, again, from LinkedIn. Yeah. And you're the, mm-hmm. you were the MD of your own video production company. Is that correct? Uh, I was. I'm not anymore. But mm-hmm. uh, I was uh, previously. I started that when, when I left university uh, with... So it was four friends at the start and then it became four of us and then it became, then it went three of us after I left. Uh, but it was good. We ran a quite a successful business for like three or four years. It was good fun. And the sheet metal working thing was basically like a lifetime ago now. It doesn't even feel like it was actually part of my life. But yeah, I used to work in a factory every day. Quite different. I think yeah, it's kind of surreal, but even Mike, you probably won't appreciate this. Having uh, How many jobs have you had, Mike? You were a crep. I was a, I was a crep chef. I <laughs> uh, worked in a hardware store. I was a childminder. I've done a lot of things. That's yeah. crep. None, of, none of them related. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I also used to be a postman at one point as well. Nice. I worked go. in a media equipment loan shop. Oh God, there was several. I was a paper boy at one point. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I can relate to that. I had a lot of jobs as well. So but did just you, a couple of big ones. Did you always want to try and get into the games industry? Was that always a a focus for you uh, or did it sort of happen not really yeah kind well kind of like i always liked ign always followed ign and just the games industry as a whole but uh, only as a hobby it was a uh, video production i actually wanted to do and mm-hmm. wanted to chase that aspect of it and then i was doing that for a while just before i worked at this job i worked i was running the video team for a five-a-side football company nice. and i just saw the job pop up and just applied for it and then it sort of all happened quickly and it was all a bit of a blur and then I got into it and then people kept saying things like games journalist at me and I was like I am not a journalist by any stretch of the imagination I'm a video guy and that's all I've ever tried to be really is that what still was maintained your... sorry Mike is that still maintained right. as in that's you're still just your passion staying in video yeah I mean like I don't want to speak for everybody on our team but I'd hazard a guess most of them don't consider themselves journalists mm. like a a journalist is a very strong word that I 
I think it's somebody, you know, who's doing proper investigatory stuff and we write about video games. It's <laughs> like, it doesn't feel quite... Obviously, there's people like Jason Schreier and stuff like that who legitimately feel like journalists. Mm. But for me, I'm just a guy who makes videos about video games and, and movies and whatnot. It's good fun. Absolutely brilliant. I was going to say we watched your... Um, oh God, My Name is Pedro, is it? My Friend Pedro? Can I remember the game? My Friend Pedro, Pedro. Yeah. My Friend Pedro video the other week. That was really, really cool. I like the concept of it. We can't do it with our rigging because uh, we're between <laughs> different places with maybe like three catch cards between six of us. So we try our best, but still, it was um, it's pretty cool, mate, but we love the work that you do over there. Um, oh, thank you very much. Anyway, so we're here today anyway, mate, getting down to the, uh, the belt and brace of it to hear your pick for the game to enter the coveted Desert Island cartridge. So that is an elusive award that only allows the best games into an exclusive, all-inclusive club. So no pressure. We've had quite a few different uh, entries. We've actually got, I think it's Sissy Jones on next. Chrissy Jones, the uh, voice actress from Firewatch. So Okay, oh, excellent. Yeah, but then we found out about half an hour after inviting her on that she doesn't actually play that many video games. So we're quite looking forward to having her on here as well. Which is, She's like, Firewatch, yes. absolutely put Firewatch. I will play that until the day I'm dead. <laughs> um, so, or, or The Sims. I find if, if a, a gamer who isn't really a gamer, they usually play FIFA or The Sims and that's it. Yeah. How disparaging have you been? Or, <laughs> or like a like bejeweled on their phone. Or yeah, exactly. Or, candy, or candy crush, crush something or like something. That, yeah. yeah. Are you going to pick bejeweled? Yeah. Is that what you're going to go with now, Dale? <laughs> wow. Well, guys. I do fucking love bejeweled. Wait, can I swear on this podcast? <laughs> right, mate. So Wait, can um, I swear on this podcast? Let's because I swear. No, I was going to say let's break it down. What have you got for us? What's your pick? <laughs> uh, so I'm undecided because I want to know the rules first. Go for it. Am I? allowed to choose an online focus game so am i allowed to play with the general public there is times? we do have wi-fi on the island yes you can we've established oh. it. Yeah, you we've can't established. send any messages of distress or calls for yeah, help but you it. can play with them. okay yeah but what's what's the rules on this island like is the civilization still going on oh yeah, or yeah. is there's it just i'm just i'm just trying yeah, there's people there's people here they're uh, you know they're fucking about a little bit but we've got a community anyone that's brought a game on the island is still there so it's 30 odd people now i think Okay, so, yeah. right. So in that, in that case, then, I say my choice is Rainbow Six Siege. Ooh. Okay. Mike, have you played this? Uh, I have, yes. And I've yeah. This. I'm excited. I, I'm excited. I'm, I am. Uh, I'm quite excited. Uh, well, uh, more to hear you gush about it than well, anything. But. Well, hold on. Come on. So let, let's let's curb our enthusiasm for let's mm-hmm. have 25 minutes and see exactly what the hell Dale's got to say here. Because I'm curious, mate. Why do you think this is gonna this is gonna get in the vault? I hope you're not. I hope you're not expecting me to talk for 25 minutes about it. No, that's, we're not. Don't worry. Start. <laughs> no pressure. Uh, Call so yourself I a think... gamer. Uh, I think Siege is something that when it first came out, it was I had little to no interest in it. It was more of a case of my work environment. We always play games together at lunchtime, yeah. and it was forced upon me by my boss Alex Simmons, who is a big like he likes all Tom Clancy games. Basically, if it's Tom Clancy, he's in, and he sort of forced it upon us. And in the early days, it's it just felt like another shooter, but it's this beast that's taken on a life of its own. That's just 
morphed over these years to become something else completely like it's now it is a hero shooter as well yeah. as well as like realistic elements and then it's got ridiculous new characters that drop every three months and every time these two new characters drop every three months it changes the game completely mm -hmm. they do map reworks constantly and it's always evolving and changing the strategies are always evolving and changing we play it every i play it every single day mm -hmm. i've put in probably about 200 hours to the game and yeah, I just think it's absolute perfect fun. It's insane how many multiplayer games like this seem to encompass incremental updates such as completely change the game. And like you said, it took it from being a, a Rainbow Six game to being this hero shooter. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. Like it, I've been to, um, so I've been to, they have a esports competitions and they have one in Montreal every year, which is like the sixth invitational. I've been to that the last two years okay. and just watching people at the highest level play that game is insane. Like it's something I could never do. I can never be that skilled at the game, but I like to feel like I'm relatively competent at it. Not just because I can play games, but I think because of learning all the systems, learning all the counters, learning the best like breaching walls and the best tactics for flanking and getting around people. And it's the ultimate team game as far as I'm concerned. I'm actually quite interested in the fact that you didn't pick Overwatch there. Because again, like listening to the podcast back, like you guys mm. go through like swathes of everything. You say that some of the other guys play FIFA religiously on the lunchtime. You had Rocket League going, mm. it was Overwatch and then you transitioned into Siege. Yeah, I think uh, so... I loved Overwatch uh, for a long time and, and like I still think it's a brilliant game but it's just something that lost me at some point. I haven't played Overwatch for probably about six months okay. I think and the last time I played it was when uh, we had a few guys that used to work in our office that left. Scumbags. And, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, traitors. We don't mention them anymore. Um, but they, uh, Rory especially, was still big into Overwatch. And I said, okay, I'll play it with you on your last like couple of lunch times because we, so we could all play together again. But I'd fully turned into Siege at that point. I think Overwatch, it, it hasn't evolved enough for me, I think. I just kind of got a bit tired of the formula. I don't like every... It's hard to explain because I can see its merits completely. I just think it's a taste thing, really. And Siege definitely ticks all my boxes. And again, I think it's the same, like I said before, with these multiplayer, multiplayer games that incrementally update, you do get one that you absolutely love. Like Pete, one of our friends that's on the island, uh, absolutely loves Monster Hunter. Um, right. So he, again, this kind of iterative update thing, you know, where he, he just gets into it every so often and he's in that kind of zone for ages. I love Destiny 2 when it came out. I was really mm -hmm. just enthralled by that. Mike, come on, mate. You must have a multiplayer game that you would balls deep uh, in at some point. I mean, I guess, <laughs> does it count if, uh, Stardew Valley since they added the multiplayer that will always be my absolutely my... not definitely <laughs> not that is not a good enough thing. that that will always be my gaming crack I love going back to to Stardew Valley but um I guess I guess uh COD 4 when it first came out was okay. probably, you know I was around that age when there was just that massive surge in in particularly COD and that that type of uh, game so yeah I was just the right age at the right time and got hooked in that loop for multiplayer Apart from that, I mostly stick to single player or smaller titles. Hmm. I, I'm the same completely. Like I am a like single player game guy, yeah. like almost exclusively. Like outside of that, right now I'm playing replaying Arkham Knight mm -hmm. just because I fancy Why it, not? and uh, playing Final Fantasy VII on the Switch as well. So like they're the sort of games that I usually gravitate to. Mm. And before I had this job, I rarely played multiplayer games. I think I played a little bit of The Last of Us online, and like I said, Call of Duty Four. I played a little bit of that online, but not really. But something about siege just like 
like I like to play it with my friends, but I also don't mind playing it with randoms as well because everyone takes it. I say everyone, the majority of people <laughs> take it seriously. Yeah. And um, everybody is like so like focused on winning that people just halfway through a game will put a headset on just to give you instructions, give you intel about where somebody's hiding because it's got this fantastic mechanic what um, no other games really have. I guess there must be some out there, but I can't think of any where when you die, you're still helpful to the team you can mm. still be on cameras and drones you can still be relaying information to each other your traps still exist so you can still help each other out and it's got this great like community aspect where it brings the whole team together and the team stays together f until the game's either won or lost mm. and it's just something i really love no i really like the idea it's got a new update coming as well if i remember rightly uh, it, has, it has a new update every three months but they released uh, they're currently doing like special events for it and they released okay. this uh, Western cowboy sh showdown thing this week. It's not very good, to be honest. <laughs> we played it. We played it once, and it's three v three, and they've taken away all the things that are good about Siege, which is like there's no breaching, there's no like um, adding an ACOG scope onto your gun and like refining it and making it better. It's all shotguns and pistols, and so it's, it's silly, basically. It's just a bit of a joke thing, yeah, but it doesn't distract from the main updates, which is every three months when they do a new season. They add in two new characters and then usually do a new map or a rework of a map. And it always changes the game completely, especially in ranked. Yeah. See, I like that. I like the idea of it. I think one thing that I was thinking of there as well is when I was a younger man being a 32-year-old now, Mike, I don't think you're quite there yet. What are, what are you? 20, 20? 21? 20, 25. 21? 20? Yeah, it's absolutely fine. <laughs> Just because you got a beard. I can't grow one. Um, but Dale, you'll definitely remember how kind of, we we had Goldeneye, not necessarily our era, but, you know, around that time of there was just this local multiplayer kind of push. And mm. then I'm trying to think of everything. Obviously, Perfect Dark. You had Super Smash Brothers. Get like, couch co-ops, really, where you play with your friends there. And then it seemed to go away yeah. for quite a while. I know there was like your, um, like you saying before, Call of Duties online that kind of kept that multiplayer aspect going. But it didn't really have that yeah. community feel to it. I think World of Warcraft and the massive multiplayer online games did. And then fundamentally, when it, when it seemed to hit another curve, is things like PUBG. When that started again, yeah. it, that community aspect really hit hard. It was part of the zeitgeist and people were just talking nonstop about that game and it became very clicky. Um, do you still find yeah. that Rainbow Six fills that as well? Yeah, I think um, so with uh, like perhaps last generations of multiplayer games, I didn't ever feel the encouragement to like clan up, so to yeah. speak, or like, you know, ever like play with a group of friends. It was just join a game, play online, see how well you can do. And But with Siege, because I think it's you're a five-man team, and like I said before, where you have to work together even after you've died, it very much encourages you to find like like-minded people and and play together. And that's something that I think has developed. Like, I think you make a good point with World of Warcraft is kind of like the idea of developing that and building communities from that. Uh, but Siege is absolutely like, there's a huge, huge community for Siege. Yeah. Like, it's it, like I often think in the gaming community, it sort of goes under the radar a little bit. It's, it's like, there's the people who love it and know about it. And then there's people who think it was that game from years ago mm. and don't really think it's still a thing. But I can tell you, it absolutely is still a massive thing. Yeah, it's, when did it did it come round? The Division it's Two, two Division was it? No, it was December two thousand fifteen. Bloody so hell! Nearly four years ago, and it's still brilliant. And and I still, I don't know what they're going to do when the next generation of consoles come out. But I can't imagine them like doing anything but just a. Here's a version for that console. We've. I don't even know if they'll reskin it. It might just be like a tech improvement. Like if you're playing on a PS five. 
it just runs a little bit better, I guess. But what? how can you change it so much? You know, mm -hmm. like there's so many people, I think they said there was like 40 million active players or something insane like that. So you can't just abandon that generation to go to the next one. You have to sort of work together with it. Never know do, you think, do you think we'll ever see a version on Switch? No. Is that possible? I mean, they're I doing think, some I crazy think... things. We are a Nintendo-based channel, so I'm just yeah, wondering yeah, sure. if maybe, possibly one day down the line. I, th I think... Do you, I mean, I don't know. I'm would... not a dev, right? But it seems like a bit of a... A, bit, a lot to ask that game to run on a Switch. My, I think the like, bigger If you problem, see what like Doom looks like and Wolfenstein looks like, yeah. there is yeah. a significant downgrade. <laughs> there, is, there is, And The, the Witcher yeah. 3 is the latest to sort of showcase that, the, yeah. what, the, what little we've seen. But um, I, th I think the bigger problem would be the control scheme, maybe, because there's yes. a, a lot more in-depth uh, combat mechanics than, say, a COD or, or, a, you know, or, or, or something else. Whereas, you know, the, the lean, for example, how would you pull that off? It's yeah. just one extra thing. Um, so I think that would be the biggest problem. Pro controller job for sure. Um, absolutely. I yeah. like, I, I love playing on my Switch, but I, the games I like to play on Switch, I like, I loved Mario Odyssey and I love platforms in general. Uh, but like Final Fantasy VII right now, like any game that was an older game, like from an old generation works perfectly in that control scheme. Mm. But with shooters and stuff, I just, I don't drive yeah. with those controls at all. <laughs> and I don't know about you guys. I'm sure you do play at home with Switch, but for me, it's purely a thing I use when I'm traveling. So I, I think I've docked it once ever. Yeah. Like, and it's just, and so um, I can't imagine Siege working well with that control scheme, but also it's an online game, you know, and you yeah. need to be online with it. And the Switch obviously has to be at home to play online. We do not have yeah. Wi-Fi everywhere at the moment. I think um, no. what I was going to say about the Switch is like, I'm completely with you. have got PS4 Pro at home. You know, that tends to be the, the TV console for me. Yeah. The Switch yeah, is, same. I'm either in bed, on the toilet, commuting, on a whatever it might be. <laughs> yeah. That's where the Switch is for. Um, yeah. And obviously being a Nintendo-based site at the moment, so you said you're playing Final Fantasy VII. What's your Switch game at the moment? As in, like, what's the yeah, what's your what, what's your number one Switch game? I should have rephrased that a little bit better. Thank you, Siri. Always helpful. I wonder what the hell that was. Uh, so you're saying what game am I playing right no, now? No, sorry, you said Which... Final Fantasy VII's your game, but what's your best game on the Switch at the moment? Oh, um, I say I think Mario Odyssey, Mario Odyssey is the best game Still. on the Switch. Okay. Like I know a lot of people think Breath of the Wild. Um, I liked Breath of the Wild. I thought it was very good. I finished it, but I, it's just something about Zelda's uh, just general art style and things like that has never spoke to me. I'm not massively a fantasy guy to be honest, um, and so I think there was that barrier with me. But I could appreciate how like the brilliance of its mechanics and its world and and how well it played, but. Mario Odyssey just ticked all my boxes. Like I was a, yeah. I'm a 999 moon guy, you know, I like, <laughs> it was, it was the game I played every single day on my commute until I'd got all those moons, like, and I wouldn't stop. And I, I did the same, like when I was a kid with Mario 64 as well, like, I was all, all the stars and just those Mario, 3D Mario games have always stuck with me and I, I loved it. And I've been thinking about just deleting my save and doing it all again, to be honest as wow. well. I have a lot of hours of the day to fill, <laughs> fill when I'm commuting. So I need games to play. I've seen the, um, the video of the kid in, I think, Italy, where he speedruns Mario 64 and he like beats a speed run, uh, speed run record and he'd been trying for four years prior. I'll try and find it and link it later. It's so, so, yeah, so yeah, good. Cool. He's just crying his eyes out. His nan comes in the room, just like high-fiving him. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think we've heard enough about Siege. Are you happy with the uh, the answer so far, Mike? I mean, pretty happy. I mean, I, I don't have too much experience playing it myself, apart from on they they 
do this quite a lot. The free weekends, I'll, I'll jump mm. in every now and again if they're offering it on a free weekend. Um, the only thing I... of note to me was that the training mission takes place in Hereford, which is where I live at the minute, so shout out Hereford. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of all I remember from it. I never really gave it the time it deserved, but I think the the, I, the thing I like about Siege is um, actually more about reading about it than actually playing it, if that makes sense, mm. because it had that yeah, yeah, sure. tumultuous start where it was kind of an underdeveloped game and everyone thought it might be dead in the water, but it had this incredible comeback just through perseverance and adding stuff and refining the game um it's kind of the epitome of games as a service i guess mm, and definitely and yeah. that's um you've got to respect it for that so i'm pretty happy with it as a choice i would say it's the, it's the only game that's ever been in our office where we actively sit around and think of new ideas for the game and think mm. we should talk to ubisoft and actually because if only i had this and it's like oh maybe there could be a character called that and then they could do their special ability could be this mm. and it would it would you it usually stems from one character is annoying us with something they do and we're thinking how could you counteract that with a new gadget or something like yeah. it's, it's there's a, there's a lot of depth to it and i would say jump into it now but it is like don't jump into ranked absolutely not because you because everybody know everyone who plays that game knows the maps off by heart so yeah. you would be quite immediately but i still think it's absolutely fine to jump into casual now and learn the game mm. like we've got a few new guys on our team and one of them started in uh february and he'd never played it before and he started playing it now and he is really good at the game now it helps that he's He's really good at shooters, yeah. like so he's got natural reaction speeds, but he's picked up all the maps, he's learned all the gadgets, he's learned all the characters. And yeah, so it's not impossible even in 2019 to pick it up. I like the, um, I like the fact the initiation is you've got to play the game that we're playing at the moment and you're going to get good at it. If you're not going to get good at it, <laughs> yeah. you're out, mate. That's it. Is Six that month probation. <laughs> you can that get it? out. Yeah. yeah. That's basically what it was. Yeah. yeah. We played casual for a bit, but then I think we were getting a bit annoyed because in casual, there's a lot of people who like to dick about as yeah, well, like yeah. kill their own teammates and stuff. So we're like, we need to go back to ranked immediately. So we had to train him up quick. So I can't go back to competitive games. Um, just after I got really got into FIFA, heavily into FIFA, and mm. it just be always described it as like fast food fifa you just get in and switch on play a couple of games and you just didn't get anything from it other than maybe a, a slightly busted up controller and uh, yeah. anxiety attacks like three o'clock in the morning like really annoyed at jeremy over in london for like dicking about at six nil yeah. um speaking of which football mate we haven't mentioned football i'm actually quite surprised you didn't pick uh, football manager uh no i um do you know what i probably should have actually uh a football <laughs> manager or championship manager as well true it's a game i've been playing since i was probably about 10 or something like i had a few years where i don't play it and then i'll get heavily into it again i think the reason i got big into it recently was because of uh like like we said before filling time on my commute and i saw mm. there was the mobile version i thought i'll give it a shot and then it just sort of got its hooks into me. And I think when Simon Cardi started on our team, he's massively into football manager as well. And we just start talking about it and it made me want to play it more to sort of talk, have stories to talk to, yeah. talk to him about. And um, and then it just sort of spiraled out of control when the game gave me a son as well. So it is, yeah. you Don't guys know been, that story. I do right? know that story now, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise I sound fucking mental <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I conceived with the wife through the game. It, it was perfectly normal. It's absolutely fine. Yeah. So Donovan Driver, <laughs> isn't it? That's, that's I'm right. I'm, yeah, Donovan Driver. Yeah. How the hell that actually happened? But that was fantastic. I have no idea, but I saw it through to the end so much so that he retired, and then they forced me to retire as a manager at the end. But 
it was it was a it was a big ride it was, um, <laughs> it was good. i actually genuinely enjoyed listening to that more than i did reading about royal rovers when my dad gave me the comics when i was younger like, it's better <laughs> it's better than when roy's son started playing it's amazing Right, mate. So they actually, um, for my birthday, actually, the guys in the office got me a Coventry City shirt and put Donovan on the Did back of really? it for my birthday oh, as well. That's how much it's become part of my bit now. Right. That's, that's what I have to wear the merchandise. known for. That is your life. Yeah. There he is over there. Oh, um, right, mate. So we've got the easy part out the way. Now mm-hmm. we're going to move on to the difficult part, which is uh, selecting a food and drink item that you want to bring with you. Now, obviously, Mike and I, Mike's already proven that he's a, a man of taste, drinking gin at 6 p.m. on a Thursday afternoon. Uh, that is perfectly I'm, acceptable. I'm fucking it's with a 8 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm fucking with a San Pellegrino Limonata. I don't play, mate. I don't play. Um, I, I, I want to know, first of all, what drink are you bringing on? What you what you bringing to the Islanders? Right. I mean, are you looking for an alcoholic answer? You can have whatever you want, whatever floats your boat. I mean, if you want to hang with the cool kids on the island, you know. (laughs) I mean, I've got got an alcoholic one and I've got a non-alcoholic one. You can have both. You can allow. So the non-alcoholic one is really boring, but it's something I have every single morning, which is like a mango and papaya smoothie or a strawberry and banana smoothie, which I make every night before work and then take to morning. That's committed. It's like my favourite drink. Yeah, yeah, it's very committed. I do like a good uh, mango smoothie. Mike? Yeah. I love smoothies. I just could never be bothered to make them. We've I'm actually, always, yeah. yeah. Well, you want to get one of the bullet things. I've got a magic yeah, bullet. Yeah, yeah. Sure, well, I think we have one somewhere and I just never get it out. But well, I you, well, you're moving house, so you'll be able to find it. Hopefully then yeah. you can start yeah. your little fitness kick when you get over there. Do you know what I mean? When you <laughs> yeah. get back. So, I'll uh, start tomorrow. Uh, what about alcohol? What are we going for? <laughs> or is it just that with a bit of rummy? Uh, uh, so, no, no, no. So alcohol is... Uh, it's very much a staple drink of uh, our office. Something that you always have a little, little bit of slice of lime in the oh, top of it's it, a and that's a Corona. Yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> Ronies. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be. So, I, I mean, I got married recently, and we had, we ordered a huge barrel of Corona just sitting outside for everyone because it was a summer wedding anyway, and it was like it's the perfect summer drink. So okay, we've got the. Yes. I, I love a Corona. I absolutely love what the small ones that are similar. Soul? No, oh, it's really going to annoy me. What? What's your take on desperados? I think they are uh, vile. They they were a drink of choice when I was at uni. Maybe that's exactly um, it. I don't know. I've had the odd one now. I think maybe it's a bit too intense for me these days. Exactly. I'm a bit more boring than I was when I was at uni. See, my my young yeah. taste buds, man, they're still raring to go against the desperados. <laughs> so yeah, I still get to enjoy them. I used to be big into my snake bite and blacks as well oh, when I was a younger yes. man, but a can't be doing cut. those anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Snake bite and blacks. And what was the turbo shandy? Did you guys have oh, them? Oh God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's yeah. a that's f- far south for you, Mike, but a turbo shandy Kind was. of, mate. I don't know. I've had shandy. Maybe half, it wasn't half turbo delicious. No, oh, yeah, turbo shandy yeah. was half large. But you can, only, you can only bring one. So you bring in the Corona and the, uh, and the smoothies. One alcoholic drink. <laughs> that's what he's having. Uh, yeah, he's having both. Corona. He's having both. He's allowed that to bring both. Nah. To me, yeah. First guy I'm from my gen. We'll allow. If it. you put me on the spot, I'd say I'd say Corona because it's on a beach, right? So yeah. exactly. perfect drink for the weather. Yeah, it's absolutely fine. We allow you a lime as well. So uh, we've got the drink. Yes. We've got the drink of choice with lime. Uh, mm-hmm. What food are you going for? What's your What's your staple for the island? Oh God, do you know what? I don't know. I should have thought about this. I guess, but. <laughs> Uh, all right, I know something that I'm going to be making when I get home tonight, actually, okay. and I really like is just tacos. I fucking love really? tacos at the moment. Okay. I'm obsessed with them. Tacos? 
I don't think we've had that yet. We haven't had a taco. To be fair, yeah. that many people yeah. have picked pizza. It's actually quite refreshing to hear something different. So, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it depends what you put in your tacos, obviously. <laughs> like, uh, I for me, it's either beef mince or chicken, flavoured chicken, you know. Um, mm. But there's got to be peppers in there as well. There's got to be... I like spinach in there yeah, sometimes. Yeah, Some yeah. salsa, uh, cheese. Obviously, you got cheese on there as well. Guac. Uh, what you else? Do I guac. It? Um, see, I'm not a massive fan, but my wife is. So sometimes I have to just put it in yeah. anyway. Uh, chorizo as well. I like putting chorizo that's in there it, sometimes. That's it. It's got to go in. And jalapenos as well. Jalapenos. See, that's the that's a so, yeah. London in you now, mate. So you've got to the point of saying chorizo rather than actually going back to chorizo, which is the northern way of saying it. You know, good <laughs> yeah, old know, good right. old chorizo. <laughs> Um, there's a there's a subway restaurant right around the corner from our office and I went in there once and I did say chorizo and she just looked at me and she said what and I went chorizo and she just said I don't know what you're saying and I went oh, chorizo and I worked out what she said and she went oh chorizo and I was like fuck you you knew what I was saying <laughs> like you were just being a dickhead about it oh mate it was in Finsbury Park for a festival in the uh, last summer I think it was and I was just trying to order a cider at the bar and I've not got a thick Scouse accent. I've got a tinge at no. some parts. Maybe you want to say meat now and again, you'll hear yeah. it. Yeah. But when you're still at the bar and it's just absolutely rammed and yeah, 10 sudden people trying to order. I suppose you don't really know that, Mike, because you make us say bath and not bath. Bath, mate. Oh, You've got God. to pronounce the R. Yeah, yeah. it's in there. Fictional R, Fictional the one that doesn't yeah. exist. <laughs> just because Jane Austen lived there. So, uh, Mike... What are we thinking then? So we've got to decide whether or not Dale's game comes on the island. Do we think it's going to be a popular, it's going to be hit? It's not on the Switch, but you know we have got other consoles. We've, we've stipulated got, that. We've, we've got, got the consoles. Wi-Fi, we've got the Wi-Fi. Yeah. What are yeah. we thinking? Um, is there, just before I answer, is there local co-op? Say we didn't have Wi-Fi. Is there local co-op on there? So there isn't local co-op. Mm. Uh, actually, I suppose... Uh, so there's Terrorist Hunt where the team of five can play against the AI, but it's but you still need five people right, okay. connecting together. Right. Um, again, uh, there is um, situations where it's single player and you can play against random situations of terrorists and stuff. I'm gonna be honest, it's pretty boring. Like <laughs> okay. it's, it's all about. All right, we'll assume mode. we'll assume the Wi-Fi holds, all right, and it doesn't yeah. take an engineer too long to ship out here if it goes down. Um, yeah, I, I want this on the island. I probably won't play it because, like you were saying, it's got that kind of community that has a bit of a reputation for being salty. And I feel like in those kinds of games, <laughs> I am definitely one of the people that contributes to it. I don't play PUBG or uh, yeah. Fortnite because of that, because that kind of uh, single life, you against everyone or you against most of the people. Um, mm. Yeah, it just gets, I don't know. I, I don't think I'd be very good or have the patience to hit that learning curve. And I just sort of yeah. chuck it back into the sea. So yeah, I'll I mean, take when it you... off, but... I, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I, I still get my fair share of abuse of that game. But when you when you work for IGN, you kind of quickly get used to getting abuse online <laughs> yeah, with yeah. games I and noticed. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I hadn't noticed that. Yeah, so it's just, it's, it's a source of enjoyment for me. I quite enjoy it. And I was, they'll message me something really horrible. And I'll just message them back saying, hi, it's nice to meet you. So I'll just try and, yeah. try and like ease the tension a little bit. all about starting a conversation. Yeah, no, I think it's best I keep my distance from it. But um, that being said, it's a it's super popular. It deserves credit mm. for coming back from where it was when it launched. And um, it's like you say, it's however many years old, and it's just as popular, if not way, way, way more popular. So, yeah, yeah how can we say no? Definitely. 
it's a yes from me. Cool. Absolutely. I completely agree. I think it's on the island, Dale. So well done, mate. Well pitched. Fantastic. Lovely. It's like, it's yeah, like you do this for a living or something. Yeah. yeah. I'm happy we get I'm happy we get to play Siege forever now on our <laughs> island while drinking a Roni. It's good. So um thanks very much for coming on, mate. Again, I only reached out to you over Twitter. I think I don't know if you remember, probably not because you replied to quite a lot of tweets, but about two years ago I actually asked you advice on what uh, recording gear to get and you said a zoom mm-hmm. h2 i think it was at the time and a couple of microphones still got the zoom okay. used it at ejx last year did a load of interviews with it with my friend pete brought mike on board we've got ben we've got steve who else am i forgetting we've got um rich but literally a, a rich. gang john okay john occasionally, john occasionally dives in and out yeah. age of boredom stevie we've got yeah. loads of guys the point is dale oh, cool. we owe this all to you absolutely no, you don't. all <laughs> down to you mate no pressure you yeah. You owe it to yourselves for actually having the will and determination to make it happen. Like, I'll, I'll be completely honest, and I don't specifically remember your messages because I get that quite a lot. Imagine. I get yeah, me- people definitely. message me asking me, saying they want to start their own YouTube channel, they want to do this. And some of if they're people are polite, I'll try and reply to them. If they're not, then I'll just ignore them completely. Absolutely. Uh, but the amount of them that I actually hear back from saying they've done something is i can count it on one hand yeah so fair play for like having the will and like determination to make it happen and fair play to you cheers man thank you i do appreciate that and from my perspective like it's i've listened to like the ijm podcast like the entire plethora of them because i Mm -hmm. used to commute to and from birmingham ironically uh to and from uh midlands so it's going there to and from work so every day i'd throw on like two podcasts and i'd just be listening to it and the ijm uk one was the one that i kind of got into more because the the humor is very irreverent and you know when yourself and you guys came on you talk about these kind of gaming sessions and that was the thing mm-hmm. that i started originally with my friend pete because we used to speak about games loads when we were younger but we didn't have this click or you know in the uk it's not as big as other places i don't think of people that all play games yeah. together so hearing you guys talk about it we wanted the same thing and we're pretty lucky now we're even if it's just a WhatsApp group, Mike, we're always talking, we're always laughing, we're always sharing the things that we've got or, again, sharing positive stories about computer games. So, again, thank you for your help uh, two years ago. Yeah, but, I, yeah, it's cool. That's all right. I mean, I like uh, to echo on that point. Like, before I worked at IGN, I, I, ha- I have friends who play games, but we never really sort of played games together because, like, I'm 36 years old now. Like, when I started this job, I was 32, I guess, or 33. Yeah. And... Like all my friends, uh, I've been married with kids, you know, you don't have the time, but having this job sort of brought me, brought me a collection of friends to do it with. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like why I used to play um, Sunday league football in my thirties as well. <laughs> it's like, not that because I was trying to be good at football cause I'm not, I'm terrible, yeah. but it was more a, an excuse for your friends to come together over something that you share a passion for yes. and to hang out with your friend, have an excuse to hang out with your friends so you can enjoy these hobbies together. And like, even if it's just that, even if what you're doing is just that, it's totally worth it. It's a chance to hang out with like-minded people. Absolutely agree. Mike, it's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Uh, where can we find you on Twitter? Thanks for having me. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Kenny Press F, or come find us on the Switch Island Discord uh, or the Switch Island Twitter or pretty much anywhere at the Switch Island. Absolutely. We're all uniform now. We are uniformed. We are uh, actually quite organized for once in our lives, which is pretty good. Uh, the website's uh, theswitchisland.com. And like Mike said... It's like, it's like you didn't hear me, Dan. Everywhere, it's the everywhere. Switch Island. Literally, everywhere. Just That's it. the point of collating it. Just, yeah, the, just the Switch Island. You just scream it into the ether and then mm. somebody finds you. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, Dale, thank you so much for joining us, mate. Where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, 
my I've just had to think what my hand is. I don't think I've ever said it out loud before. Uh, it's underscore day or driver, just my name. Pretty boring. Uh, probably don't follow me though. I'm uh, just a bit of a dickhead on Twitter, I think. So just making stupid jokes, that's all I do, really. But to be fair, that's, that's yes. what we that's do. What, well. I was going to say, that's what half of Twitter is. So <laughs> yeah, you're right. Though. That's true. Yeah. yeah, don't worry. I don't talk about politics or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't get into all that. It's just me just being an idiot. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for having me on. It was really good fun. And Thanks um, for coming. wish you all the best. Thank Brilliant. you. Awesome, guys. Right. So uh, thank you very much. And if you like what we do, please subscribe to this. We're going to throw it on YouTube and uh, all good podcasting services. And hopefully we get to speak to you soon. Bye-bye.